I don't think anyone at this stage knows exactly what the motives is, whether it's just someone sowing disruption. It's, you know, the whole Richmond thing, for example, it's not clear whether it's it's targeting people because they've taken an anti-corruption stand or whether it's linked to the uh, forthcoming elective conference and people being in one or other camp. Quite honestly, it's becoming murkier and murkier to try and uh, actually work out what the motives are. And, of course, the position is much worse because no one gets arrested, and even if there are arrests, it's usually hitmen. So these then are definitely uh, politically linked, but it's difficult to tell whether these are inside the party or perhaps external influences. I think that's impossible to say because in the southern part of the province around, say, Richmond or the whole Umzumkulu area where there's been a number of killings, it's, it's largely ANC territory. It's not like north of the Tugela, you know, further north where you have got more inter-party tensions and which has been, which have been relatively quiet in this last year or two while the local government elections were, uh, you know, being held. But it's really difficult to make out what the motives for this are, apart from saying that there are people targeted because they are seen to be not going along with corruption. There's a huge amount of corruption in the Umzumkulu area. Um, some of it is finally being subject to investigation. That's the Harigwala municipality by, I think, the Special Investigation Unit. Now, whether or not these killings are linked to those local-level dynamics or maybe revenge killings because somebody else has been killed... It's just impossible to tell. Or whether they're linked, of course, to the factions in this province. There's a court case back in court next month by people who are challenging the results of the last uh, ANC election, which led to the uh, reshuffling of the provincial cabinet, the replacement of the premier. That case is back in court So, you know, the two so-called factions in the ANC are still very clear and divided. There's been no sort of reconciliation between them because the court case is still in place. I'm also told, by the way, that there is an audit of branch membership in some regions by the the ANC's NEC-driven Uh, audit to uncover fraudulent uh, membership because during the local government elections, the process last year and the run-up to the local government elections, there were lots of allegations about steamrollering of candidates, for example, linked to irregularities and branch structures. So all of this is the background, but I have absolutely no idea whether specific killings are linked to any of this. You know, they can also, of course, be linked to to um, interpersonal matters, uh, taxi interests, business interests. But the fact that there's been so many of them, <laughs> you know, it, it points to there being some sort of political dynamics. You mentioned the ineffectiveness of uh, the investigations which have taken place. You talk about factionalism and, uh, you know, potentially people being allied with uh, different groups within the party. 
But in a politicized environment, you know, what role do the police play? Because it occurs to me that uh, some of the police who may be investigating certain crimes may actually have an interest in them. Oh, look, that's, that's quite possible because what we've seen in the last, oh, half a dozen or more years, probably like everything else and since about 2009, we've seen an increasing politicization of the police in terms of who gets appointed to management. I'm not talking about ordinary police members because you'll probably find that from one area to another there may be favoritism. I've seen I've seen myself at work in Peter Maritzburg police, including a very senior policeman who's been seen wearing ANC uh, a jersey, I think, or jumper, has um the police there have been involved in targeting people of another ANC faction. Now, you can't generalize about that. What I'm saying is management is ineffective. There may be political dynamics in the police. But the the problem is that the investigations are completely ineffective. Of all the dozens of people killed since the beginning of last year, there's been a few arrests. I think there's one case in court at the moment. Glebelands, where dozens and dozens of people have died, and it all stems to intra-ANC conflict. There hasn't been a single conviction. And yet the former head of detectives in the province, who was overseeing these task teams investigating unsuccessfully, is now going to be investigating for the Morani Commission on uh, <laughs> on political violence. So, and, of course, the failure of crime intelligence. Because and that has been heavily politicised. It's been rendered completely ineffectual. So if you were proper crime intelligence, they would pick up the operations of hitmen uh, working for specific politicians. So it's a it's a dreadful mix here. I mean, one just doesn't know where to start sorting it out.